Yes, folks, how's it going? This is episode number two of the Modern Day Leader. And I want to start this podcast by sharing a story. So the other day, me and my wife, Sally, we went to watch Peter Kay at the Sheffield Arena. And it was absolutely incredible. From start to finish, the guy had us in stitches. And I've got to say, like, out of all the shows that I've ever been to, I've been to see the Arctic Monkeys. I've seen people like John Mayer. I've seen shows at Broadway in New York, shows in London like The Lion King. For me personally, seeing Peter Kay was the best show ever. Like growing up as a kid, I grew up on Phoenix Nights. I grew up on Max and Paddy. I grew up on that Peter Kay thing. That northern humour just gave me so much happiness growing up. And that just reminds me a lot of home. I'm actually from Berry, which is next to the town Bolton, and that's where Peter Kay's from. So it's very much a similar area. And just seeing that show was <coughs> absolutely amazing. I've not stopped thinking about it. And what happened was, you know, the show started about quarter past eight, and it didn't finish till quarter past ten. And then by the time we got back, it was eleven. And by the time I got to sleep, it was one o'clock. And I literally had four hours sleep. So I went to bed at one o'clock, and I woke up at five o'clock in the morning. Four hours sleep. I felt absolutely shocking. The whole of Saturday, my mood was poor. My energy was low. I was craving lots of sugar. Uh, I ended up caving in, and I had like a whole tub of Hagen Dazs ice cream. I just had the munchies all day, and I just felt completely whacked. And it got me thinking about something that is so important when it comes to becoming a leader of your own life, and that is sleep. Now, I think most people would agree that we understand the importance of sleep. And when we sleep well, life is a lot better. When we don't sleep well, life is a lot worse. And any parent will tell you that when your child is up during the night, how difficult it is. Like any parent that's going through the newborn phase, especially like the first year, is really, really tough. And me personally, and my wife even more so, it felt like we're on a roller coaster for the whole year, like mentally, physically, emotionally. And sleep is like one of the most important parts of health. And that's why I wanted to start the first episode on sleep, sharing some sleep hacks and just explaining the importance of sleep. And more practically, like how do we actually create a better environment for us to rest, sleep and recharge? So Ultimately, right, when we are sleeping well, we perform better. We Our emotions are better self, self-regulating, so we handle challenges a lot more, we're a lot more pragmatic, and we're a lot more focused. Whereas if, when we're not sleeping well, I don't know about you, but me personally, I'm a lot more volatile. My emotions run the day for me, which is not always a good thing, especially if challenges are coming up. I just feel more reactive, I'm more hungry, I'm snappier, I don't train as hard in the gym, I don't give my best to my clients. So for me over the years, sleep has become something that's super important. And full transparency, there are going to be times where your sleep goes out of whack. This isn't going to be a podcast where you listen to it and then all of a sudden all your sleep problems are cured forevermore. First of all, we've got to realise that stress... Um, challenges, they are going to affect our sleep. And sometimes we're traveling, you know, we're flying on a plane or we've got jet lag. We've got to accept that they're going to be periods throughout the week, potentially, or throughout the month or throughout the year where sleep is going to go to pot. But if 80, 90% of the time we can create a good solid structure, a good routine when it comes to sleep, that's going to improve your life tenfold. It's not only going to improve how you look, it's going to improve how you feel, the quality of your decisions, and life is going to be better when you're sleeping consistently. So what I want to go through 
is basically like eight sleep hacks that if you apply even just one or a handful of these tips, it's going to make a massive difference to how you sleep, to how you wake up. It's going to mean that you're going to be doing more workouts. You're going to be training more effectively. You're going to be a better husband. You're going to be a better partner. You're going to be making better decisions and life's just going to be so much better for you. So the number one thing, like the biggest thing that I see that disrupts sleep is caffeine intake. Now I love a good coffee in the morning. I love a good energy drink. Like I'm all for having caffeine. I think it's a it's a great drug in the sense that it gives us stimulation, it tastes good, and I love it. The downside is with caffeine, it does stimulate us. And if we're having too much caffeine, and depending on what time of the day we're having caffeine, that's going to have a detrimental impact on our sleep. So first of all, like, if you are going to have caffeine, that's cool. But one thing I would say is try and limit your caffeine to maybe one to two cups per day. So like one tea, one coffee or a couple of coffees or maybe just like one monster energy drink. And the second thing is try not to have caffeine after midday. Unless you've got to travel during the night or, you know, you've got to try and keep yourself up, then obviously caffeine is a great tool to use. However, if we have caffeine after, say, midday, Caffeine has a half-life of nine hours. So that means that if you have a energy drink, say at 12 o'clock, and it's 200 milligrams of caffeine, that means at nine o'clock at night, you're gonna still have 100 milligrams of caffeine in your system, which isn't ideal for when you're trying to sleep. When you're trying to work out, of course, having caffeine in your system can give you a boost. But when we're trying to rest, sleep and recharge, Caffeine is going to have the opposite effect. So a couple of tips when it comes to caffeine. Try and reduce your caffeine down to one to two cups per day. And also try not to have any caffeine after midday. The final tip on caffeine as well is try not to have it first thing as soon as you wake up. Most people think, right, I need a coffee to wake me up. Actually, you're probably best off waiting one hour to an hour and a half before you have your caffeine intake because one is you're not going to get the caffeine boost that you're expecting first thing in the morning your body needs to wake up before it starts to process caffeine and, and two is you're just going to end up wanting to have more caffeine and then that's going to lead you into a bit of a dark hole and before you know it you're going to have your four to six cups of coffee a day so first tip is caffeine second tip is light so basically when it's bright and light our bodies are going to be awake and are going to be stimulated so when it's sunny, when it's daylight, obviously our bodies are designed to be up, to be working, to be farming, etc., etc. At nighttime, we want it to be dark. Now, the trouble is that in this day and age, we're surrounded by light. We've got lights in our home. We've got bright light on our phone screen. We've got bright lights watching the TV. And that sends a signal to the brain that it's still daylight. Now, that's fine during the day, but at, say, 9, 10 o'clock at night, that isn't so good when it comes to sleep. So one thing that we can control is the light in our homes. So the last couple of hours before you go to bed, let's say you go to bed at 10 o'clock. If at say eight, nine o'clock, you dim the lights down in your house. So instead of having a big bright light, that's what Peter Kay says, I'm sure he says something like that. Have like a candle on or have like a low lit lamp on. Make everything in your house a little bit darker and that's gonna help your body go into a deeper sleep. Also stuff like your phone, either come away from your phone the last couple of hours before bed or put it on a low light setting. Most phones will have like a night mode. So basically just reducing any brightness in light is going to make a big, big difference. Tip number three is having a routine. When we look at some of the best sleepers, it's often kids, it's often babies. Once they've come out of that newborn phase, once they've been trained, the reason that they have a good sleep routine is because there is like a set system. I know that with Noah, my son, and with my daughter Darcy, they used to have like bath time at say six o'clock. 
Then they would have story time and then they would go to sleep and that would work like clockwork. Of course, there would be times where they would be sick, ill, things would go wrong, but 80, 90% of the time that would work well. And you could almost like click your fingers and know exactly when they were going to sleep and almost exactly when they're going to wake up. So actually having a set routine as best as possible. So that means like trying to go to bed at a set time each day, whether that's 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, and then trying to wake up at a set time. So for me, I like to try and go to sleep about 10 to half 10 and I like to wake up about 6 to half 6. That is me pretty much seven days a week. And of course, there'll be nights out, there'll be social occasions, there'll be times where that goes out of sync. But by me doing that 80-90% of the time, that allows me to sleep 80-90% to 90% of the time really, really well. The fourth tip is before bedtime, it's really important that we try and relax our bodies. So having a warm bath is great or having a warm shower is great because one is it helps our muscles relax which encourages a good night's sleep second of all our body temperatures raise when we're when we're conditioned when we're exposed sorry to heat so therefore our body temperatures raise and as soon as we come out our body temperatures drop and that actually allows us to go into a deeper sleep so not only does it help us relax our muscles it also promotes a body temperature drop once we get out of the hot bath or shower, which therefore allows our body temperature to drop and therefore go into a deeper sleep. The fifth tip is food. So eating food before bed isn't ideal because once we eat food, our bodies then have to break that food down. So trying to leave at least two to three hours between your last meal and going to bed. So that means if you're going to bed at 10, ideally you don't really want to be eating past eight o'clock. I appreciate sometimes you're going to have to maybe eat a little bit later, but ideally you want to leave at least two hours before going to bed. Uh, the, the sixth tip, okay, supplementation. So don't get me wrong, like supplements are always going to play a small part of the puzzle when it comes to anything, but I still believe that they can have a good impact, especially when you've got all the other things that I've mentioned already in place. So the supplements that I've tested over the years, and I trust me, I've spent thousands on supplements over the years, tried everything pretty much. And the two supplements that I find are the most effective are zinc and magnesium. So I'm a big fan of magnesium glycinate. I think it's a tremendous sleep supplement and then also zinc as well. So I will take that pretty much all year round and I'll take that about an hour before bed. The seventh thing that we can actually look at is actually tracking our sleep. So there are a lot of devices. I have a Garmin watch, which is amazing. It gives me like sleep score each night. I've also had an Aura ring in the past, which tracks my sleep. So just actually tracking your sleep and waking up and looking at how you actually slept is really good because we know then, are we on the right path? Are we getting good sleep scores most of the time? And if we're not getting good sleep scores, it gives us that reference point that actually maybe today we do need to be careful of what we do like we don't want to make any important decisions we don't want to necessarily go into an environment where there's lots of like sugar and temptation like actually recognizing okay I'm not going to be at my best can be a really good tool and it can also act as that data point where we look at it and think right moving forwards I need to make sure that my caffeine intake is a little bit less I need to make sure that I am got more of a routine you know etc etc so actually tracking your sleep is something that's really really important and it allows us to auto-correct when things aren't going to plan and the last tip this kind of links into the light tip that I was talking about earlier in the podcast is actually wearing glasses at night which block out blue light the light that's going to stimulate your brain and keep it awake now 
funny story about this. I bought some blue light blocking glasses a couple of years ago and I didn't realise the ones that I ordered had like a red lens. So I put them on and my wife's laughing in hysterics. She says, do you know what you look like? You look like Bono from U2. And there's me sat in front of the TV looking like Bono. But what I found by wearing these glasses was I just drifted into sleep so much more easily because what these glasses do is they just dampen down the light of everything. So yes, you can lower the light in your house, but actually, if you just put glasses on, which naturally lower everything down anyway, that stops me then from having to think about turning all their lights down. And also, my wife Sally, for example, she doesn't want all the lights to be down. She's not as bothered about the kind of like high performance stuff as I am. So actually wearing light blocking glasses for me has helped me enormously. And even though I look like Bono from U2, nobody sees me. So I'm totally cool with that. So that's the eighth tip. So yeah, they're the sleep tips that I apply like most of the year and have allowed me to sleep really, really well. Therefore train harder, make better decisions with food. And honestly, if I could give like all my clients, like almost like maybe one to three superpowers, it would definitely be in the top three sleep because it just that's when you recharge it's like when your phone is running out of battery you plug it into the charger sleep is where magic happens it's where our emotions are processed it's where our body heals rest and recover and if that is in a good place everything else in your life is in such a better place and vice versa if it's not going in the direction that you want then it's it's gonna sorry if you're not sleeping a good quality amount of time consistently is going to have a detrimental impact on every single thing you can do. And yes, you can take caffeine. Yes, you can get by. But ultimately, at some point, the debt collectors are going to come knocking on the door and it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. So just to quickly articulate, one, reducing caffeine intake. Two, reducing caf uh, light sorry exposure at night. Three, creating a good solid sleep routine, i.e. going to bed and waking up at the same time. Fourth tip is having a warm shower or warm bath in the evening to help your muscles relax and also to help your body temperature drop. Then we've got food not eating too late at night because that puts stress on your digestive system and therefore that puts stress on your body. And when your body's stressed, it's not going to likely want to drift off into sleep. Then we've got supplements, so magnesium and zinc. Magnesium glycinate in particular is an amazing supplement for recovery and sleep. Then we've got tracking your sleep, so actually looking at how much we're sleeping, what the quality of sleep is like so that we can use that data and either continue doing what we're doing because it's working or make some tweaks. And then the final tip is the blue light blocking glasses, wearing them from like about eight o'clock at night, which is going to dampen down any bright light. So hope you found that podcast helpful. That was the first episode. I'm going to be covering loads more stuff. It's not just going to all be health hacks. There's going to be a lot more to the podcast, but this was just something that I wanted to share right from the get-go. And I find that clients that I coach who get the best results they all prioritize sleep and realize how important it is and if you do the same and if you just apply even just one of these tips over the next couple of weeks you're definitely going to notice an improvement to your sleep so hope you found that helpful thanks so much for tuning in to the modern day leader podcast have an incredible day my friend and i will see you at the next episode